Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt. Here at Connections, we want to help you create joy in your life and in all of your relationships. When you apply principles of honesty, responsibility, and humility, you will create change and connection. If you would like more help in changing your life and relationships, go to connectionsclassroom.com and click Start Here. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Connections Coaching. Enjoy our podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Connections Classroom. I'm Jody Hildebrandt. We're going to be talking about the power of commitment, like what commitment is, what does it mean, why is it so important, where does it start, and what is commitment for. So let me start by sharing with you a commitment that I made this weekend. So um, I uh, have a home and uh, over the the winter, um, you know, the weeds started germinating and in the spring they started growing and they grew very, very quickly. And within months I had weeds um, that were speckling my yard. And I kept saying to myself, I need to get out there and pull those weeds. I need to go get, you know, pull the weeds. I, you know, maybe I should hire somebody to pull the weeds or no, I want to pull them myself. You know, it'll just take me a Saturday afternoon. And I just kept kind of batting it around back and forth in my head. And I finally, after about three months of doing this, I said to myself one day, Jody, make a commitment. And so I remember very distinctly looking out my window and looking at the weeds and deciding whether I was going to commit to pull the weeds or not. And as I sat there in those few minutes and looked at the task that uh, was in front of me, I made a very clear commitment to myself and to that project. And what I realized was that that commitment began right here in my own soul. Now, was the yard going to be affected? You bet it was. And I had to make a promise. I, I had a, an agreement that I made in myself and I was going to affect the yard in a particular way. And so then after I made the decision to pull the weeds... I then said, okay, I need to make this measurable because if I just say I'm going to do it and I don't have a measurable time frame and, um, you know, uh, uh, not just time, but day and, and what I'm going to need to do it and how much time I'm going to need to do it. If I didn't put some, um, some measurable quantifiable pieces around that, it would be much easier for me to just not follow through with my commitment. So what I said to myself is that on the weekend of Memorial Day, I am going to pull the weeds. And then I felt this tug inside me that said, when, what day, what hour, how long, what do you need? I mean, all these questions arose inside me as invitations for me to sincerely keep the commitment that I had made to myself, which then affected not only me, but affected the yard and also affected and affects anybody who looks out my window. (laughs) They either see the weeds or they don't. 
And so I became very, very aware because I've been thinking about this podcast for quite quite some time, probably six months about I want to do a podcast on commitment uh, because I spend a lot of time uh, talking to people and myself about the need and the the internal obligation that we each have to ourselves to commit to um, our values, commit to our our standards, our morals, um, the things that that give us meaning. It all comes back to what kind of a being am I going to be? So commitment is an obligation inside oneself that manifests or reflects a person's character. Commitment is a pledge or a contract, a covenant, a promise. So let's talk about what commitment is. What does it mean to commit? um, Why people commit? Why I choose to commit? And what is commitment for? Um, The state of being dedicated to myself, primarily, secondarily, to a cause, to a person, to an obligation. Um, You know, the second that I make a commitment, it begins inside me. And then I have this ability to affect my environment. And what's in my environment, you know, there's, there's many, many things inside my environment. And the main person that is affected is me. So the answer to all of those questions is the same answer. And the answer is to connect. So what is commitment? It's connection. What does it mean to commit? It means to connect. Why do I commit? Because I want connection. And what is commitment for? It's for connection. I want you to think about that for a minute. All of those questions have the same answer. To have the outcome of connection. So what is connection? Connection is the ultimate union with ourselves, with God, and with others. Connection is the beautiful relationship with truth. Connection is the outcome of choosing truth willingly, being open, being humble, being curious about my responsibility and how each of us are responsible for our own perceptions, our own feelings, our own actions, and how we are responsible to be honest about our own responsibility to those things, perceptions, feelings, and actions. When we choose to live in that type of rigor, the fruits will be connection. So connection is a big deal, as you can hear. Now I want to go back to my story. Okay, so so Friday came and I had made a, a commitment that on Saturday between three and till, you know, the sun went down, I was going to go out and pull the weeds. I thought about four or five hours should give me plenty of time to, um, to do a, a thorough job on the weed pulling. I knew that I needed to have bags and I knew that I needed to have a, a, um, 
uh, a wheelbarrow and I needed to have a big trash uh, bucket out there. And, um, and I was watching the weather because where I live, it's really, really hot. And I thought by three o'clock, it should be cooling down, which it was, it was was a light breeze. And as three o'clock started approaching, I began, as many of you probably uh, can feel, I began to want to negotiate. <laughs> I wanted to renegotiate my time frame. Like, oh, oh, I'm really tired and I've been working all day and I worked all week. And, and I started hearing me dropping responsibility in my head, right? Desiring to break my commitments, and I stopped myself as I stood in my kitchen and I said, Jody, this is what connection is all about. And I said to myself, there is no reason to break this commitment other than lack of character. You are healthy. You are strong. Yeah. I mean, who wants to go out and pull the weeds? It's not a fun job. And, you know, I was thinking, oh, my back's going to be sore because I'm going to be leaning over for four or five hours pulling. And I'm not used to doing that kind of work because usually I just sit in a chair all day long. (laughs) And I started having this banter go on back and forth between truth and distortion inside my body. And because I want to be a woman that is committed and full of character, um, I decided to follow through with my commitment. Now, would anyone have ever known that I broke my commitment? Nope. Because I didn't tell anyone. Other than God, God knew I committed. And here's the deal. The most important person that would have known was me. And so when I break commitments, the first person I break the commitment to is myself. And what I do is I teach myself that I'm not a committed person, i.e. I'm not honest and I'm not responsible for what I tell myself, for what I perceive, for what I feel, for what I choose to do. And I don't want to be that kind of being. And so even though my argument in my head was strong and it was loud And I kept telling myself that I could do it later. So I wasn't really breaking my commitment. The truth of the matter was I was wanting to break it. And so I stood there. I turned my shoulders towards the door and stood up straight and said, I made a commitment. I'm going out and doing it. And so for the next four, four and a half hours, I was outside, bent over, pulling weeds, listening to 70s music, which I love. And really enjoying myself. And as I moved along the yard, I'd every once in a while stand up, stretch my back and look behind me and see all the weeds gone. And I'd felt this sense of accomplishment. I felt this sense of empowerment that I am a woman of my word to myself. And as I continue to keep my commitments, then I affect the things and the people that are in my environment. I become a woman that is safe and is trustworthy. So the first person that you commit to is oneself. So I wrote down a bunch of uh, adjectives 
And, and I want you, um, you know, as I read these to you, I want you to write down the ones that fit for you, or maybe you want all of them. The ones that you are, maybe make a column of the ones that you are, and then make a column of the ones that you're not. And then I would invite you to add your own into the columns of this is the kind of character person I am. And I want to also work on these particular characteristics. So you are committed to be honest, responsible, loyal, timely, which means when you say a time, you're there, friendly, prudent, thoughtful, compassionate, present, understanding, willing, hardworking, gentle, clear, um, being ever engaged in learning. So becoming educated, however you become educated. You don't have to go to formal schooling to become educated. There's always something you can be learning on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I've committed to be gentle, clear, um, faithful to my values, my morals. I'm committed to do things that are hard. When I looked out and saw the weeds, I looked at that and thought, ugh, that looks hard. And not that it was going to be physiologically hard. It was going to be mentally hard. Um, I've committed to be steadfast, immovable, boundaried, humble, connectable. I committed and have committed to be, uh, to take care of myself physically. I'm committed to be wise, peaceful, happy, joyful. Now, I know there are hundreds, if not thousands of more adjectives you could add to that list. I want you to write down how you are committed, like what kind of characteristics embody you, and then also make a list of the characteristics that don't. And ask yourself, why am I not committed to this? So commitment requires that a person choose to live in that kind of rigor of honest, responsible, and humble. So why did I start off with that story? Because it's a great example of me being really human. I was honest with myself and said, the weeds need to be pulled. I could either hire it out or I could do it myself. Um, I made a choice in honesty. I said, I'm going to do it myself. And then I made it measurable. And then I was being asked to be responsible for what I just committed to do and have a uh, compassionate, humble, open, curious nature as I'm engaging in the commitment. So commitment requires a person to choose to live in that kind of rigor of honest, responsible, and humble. Commitment is first to yourself. And I put slash God because when you commit to yourself, you're committing to these beautiful principles that are God's principles. These are God's, all those characteristics I just described, they're God's principles of being honest, responsible, and humble. The benefactors of your choices to live in truth will be all those that you associate with. So my yard was the benefactor of me keeping my commitment. And I had a friend come over uh, the next day and she said, wow, your yard looks awesome. Now she had a compare and contrast image because she had been there uh, before when the weeds were there. And it was one of the first things she noticed, like, wow, Jody, the yard looks awesome. So I affected her in a very positive way. Commitment is a sign of integrity, of character. Commitment is a choice to be 
or become a safe and trustworthy person. Remember, it all starts with you. When you make a commitment, it's yours. And then you share it with another person. And the reason you share it is because you're going to affect them. And you're going to affect them for good or for ill, for truth or distortion, depending on whether you keep your commitments. If you desire a connected relationship with another person, you must be connected yourself, which means you live a life where when you have an experience, you perceive that experience in truth rather than distortion. Then uh, when you experience the, the experience, you feel emotions in truth rather than distortion. And then you choose actions in truth rather than distortion. So let me give you an example of what that experience could have been like had I gone into distortion because I was negotiating distortion in my mind. It was very um, uh, present. (laughs) I was standing there and again, really attempting to uh, normalize, rationalize, minimize, justify, right? All those denial strategies why it would be reasonable, there's a distorted word, reasonable to break my commitment. And as I was trying to, trying, quote unquote, trying to work the system of distortion, breaking my commitment, I heard my gut go off. And my gut said, Jody, you made a commitment. Go out and pull the weeds. And I heard that very loudly and clearly. And that's when I squared my shoulders to the door and said, that's right, I did. And I went outside. And what I did was I realized that whatever was going on in my head and therefore my emotions, I was not going to allow the the chitter chatter in my head of distortion and the emotions that were moving into a distorted position to trump or have more weight, or have more clout, or have more authority over my commitment. I wasn't going to do it. And I knew the longer I stood there in that posture, the more vulnerable I was to breaking the commitment slash going into distortion and normalizing it slash living in distortion. And so I was very grateful for that cue that I heard inside my head slash body that said, You made a commitment, go out and keep it. And I have done that enough times in my life that I know how to to champion or how to make a decision that um, is uh, the committed decision and not give my, my emotions a bunch of power over me. Now, many of you have not practiced that very much. And so when you hear distortion slash feel the kind of whiny feelings of distortion or the rationalization emotions of distortion, you're not used to saying your feelings don't matter. Stop bowing to your feelings because your feelings are following distorted perceptions. That's what this is all about, is you practicing how to hear feel distorted thoughts, distorted emotions, and choose to do the committed thing, the truthful thing, regardless of what you feel and what you think. That is a very challenging posture. And it is what all of you and me 
need to be willing to do in order to live inside truth, which means have connection, be connected. So here's an example. If I have a commitment, an agreement, a promise to myself that I will rise in the AM within 30 seconds of my alarm ringing, that's my commitment. So regardless of how I feel or what my head tells me, when that alarm goes off, I get up because I have contracted within myself and I honor it. That's loving. And that's living honest, responsible, and humble. How is that honest, responsible, and humble? I made a commitment, so I'm going to be honest to it. And I made a commitment and I'm going to be responsible for it. Now, all of us know what it feels like when the alarm goes off in the morning. Every single one of us has had the experience where we go, yeah, I think I want to change my mind. I think I want to, I think I want to make a new commitment right now. This is a perfect opportunity to practice because you're having a different sensory experience. You feel different than you did when you set that alarm. I would invite everyone who is hearing this podcast to practice right there with getting up in the morning when your alarm goes off. You need to be able to make your soul stronger than your body. Let me say that again. The only way for you to become a man or a woman who keeps their commitments is that you have to develop a soul that is stronger than your physical body. So when your body whines and complains and moans and says this is hard and not fair, your soul says, so you made a commitment. You show up, whatever that means. You, you pay your bills. You show up on time. You stay faithful. You honor the commitment, the contracts, the promises, the covenants that you have that you have entered into, regardless of what your body says, what your mind says, regardless of what your emotions say, you do not break that commitment. If I make an agreement and then the AM comes and I'm inside, my, my body is tired and I, I then say, well, I I feel different. So now I'm going to break it. And it's really easy. Most of us just hit the snooze button or turn the whole thing off or chuck the alarm across the room or, you know, put it under the pillow and go back to sleep. We don't even miss a beat when really you've just dishonored yourself. You're now beginning your day dishonest, irresponsible, and not humble. And my guess is, is that few of you even feel what you just did. You just dishonored yourself disrespected yourself, broke your commitment. And my guess is, is that those of you who don't feel like that's any big deal have done that hundreds slash thousands of times. And so the outcome to being dishonorable is numb. You go numb. That's why it's so dangerous to break your commitments. You not getting up when your alarm rings needs to bother you. It needs to bother you so much so that your guilt drives you to stand up out of the bed. But if that doesn't bother you 
and you're really quick at rationalizing it away, and you have other people who are around you, a spouse or a friend or family members that say, yeah, yeah, you were tired. Don't worry about it. And you have a pattern of breaking commitments. You're in trouble, my friend, because it means that you're going numb or you already are numb. And the outcome of numb is because you are being dishonest, irresponsible, and not humble. And you cannot have connection. It will elude you because connection is based upon principles of being honest, responsible, and humble. Um, if I have made a commitment that I will clean up after I make dinner, you know, let's say um, my spouse or my mother or whoever, a friend invites me over and I'm like, oh, I have not eaten all days or any way I can make something to eat. And they say, yeah, just as long as you clean up afterwards. Like I want, I want it to look like it looks now after you're done. And so I say, you bet. Boom, I've committed. And so I make my, my stuff and I dirty several pots or pans and um, I you know, put everything back in the refrigerator, but I don't wipe off the counters and I leave the pots and pans in the sink to quote unquote soak, right? They're soaking <laughs> and I leave them. I have just broken my commitment. The person who allowed me to make myself something it, to eat said, please leave it the way that it is now. And I said, okay. But I have all this rationale, like, well, the pants need to soak. No, the pants don't need to soak. It's called clean them, scrub them. Leave the kitchen the way that you found it. That's me breaking a commitment. So there aren't partial commitments. There's either you keep the commitment or you don't. And if you are able to rationalize commitments, like, well, I kept some of it, then you are going numb or you are already numb because you are a master at denial. So there are only two places to go. Either you keep commitments or you don't. Either you choose to be honest, responsible, and stay humble and open and curious and, and, and transparent, or you choose to be dishonest, irresponsible, live in denial, distract yourself, deceive yourself and others, disconnect, and not be able to have an intimate relationship with yourself or another person. We make thousands of commitments every day, which means... I'm responsible thousands of times for choosing honest, responsible, and humble. No one has the right, quote unquote, the right, which I would say responsibility. No one has the responsibility to live dishonestly. Like you don't have permission to just be irresponsible and dishonest. Nobody's given you that, that right. However, so many of us make commitments take what we want and don't even bat an eyelash. Like we don't feel anything inside of us for breaking commitments. It just like doesn't even register. There's not even a blip on, on the consciousness scale in my head because I'm so numb because I've done it so many times. Commitments begin inside of you. 
So here's an invitation for you. List out as many commitments as you can think of and see how many of them you actually keep. How many of them you honor? I mean, you have thousands of commitments, just so you know, thousands of them. I'd invite you to write out a hundred. You might go, holy cow, a hundred. That's a ton. You have thousands of them. Write out a hundred of them and see if you keep them or if you have a pattern of breaking them. Let's talk about the flip side of keeping commitments, which is not keeping commitments or being irresponsible or living in victim. If you're a person who chooses to drop responsibility for your, for your perceptions, your feelings and actions, you will live in distortion and you will not be able to connect and you will not be safe or trustworthy. That those are just outcomes. So I want you to look at yourself. Are you a being that keeps your commitments? Do you have patterns of keeping commitments or do you have patterns of not? Because if you are a person that has a pattern of breaking commitments and, and it doesn't have to be like every time you commit, you break it. It could be a theme. Like I don't keep commitments around, um, my picking up my daughter for soccer practice. I typically forget, quote unquote, forget. By the way, if you're an adult, you don't get to forget. You don't get to forget. As a pattern, you don't get to forget. Forgetting is one time. After you do it one time, you're, you're, you've used up your forgetting, your forgetfulness. You now figure out how to not forget that. So this all starts with you. You get to choose who you are. There are no small commitments, just like there's no little lies. Commitment is commitment and lying is lying. Commitment is all the same in importance. Knowing your commitments is when you say things like this. I agree, or you nod, or you say, okay, or you say, I'll be there, or you make any kind of declarative statement. You make a promise, you make a covenant, you shake on it. At that point, you're locked in. Be a being of light, be committed, which means be honest, responsible, and humble, which then you'll have the fruits of connection. Thank you so much for listening to Connections Podcast today. We so appreciate you and your support in spreading this crucial message to your family, your friends, and your coworkers. Your greatest compliment to us would be for you to refer your loved ones to our podcast and classes at www.connectionsclassroom.com. If you're not already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast. You can find more ways to create joy in your life and all of your relationships at connectionsclassroom.com and click start here. Again, I'm your host, Jody Hildebrandt, and thank you so much for listening. Stay connected, my friends.